Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Rodney B., uh, your friendly neighborhood realtor. Really excited tonight. Uh, there's been a lot of stuff happening in the media uh, surrounding some words, right? So tonight, is going the topic is watch your mouth because we're going to talk, and that's what we're going to talk about, man. Words have power. Um, and I just want to thank y'all for being in this space with us again every Friday, uh, either 5 or 6 o'clock, Promise Neighborhood. Our podcast is live on Spotify. Our podcast is live on Apple, on Google, on Anchor. Uh, it's on YouTube. We're on YouTube now. So if you are looking to follow us, or you're driving down the road, and you want to listen to us, so you're at home chilling, you want to listen to us, make sure you follow us, you like us, share this as well. Uh, we are called The Promise Lab. So T-H-E space P-R-O-M-I-S-E space lab, L-A-B. You can find us on all major streaming platforms now. And thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all for, for, for showing love, for pulling up um, our comments. This is live, obviously, so we are going to be having conversations in real time. Um, you can comment in real time. Um, and tonight, we're going to be talking about Watch Your Mouth, Words Have Power, and we'll dive into some of the things that Kanye has been going through. So at this time, I'd like for you guys to like, share our page, our podcast, uh, the stream, so we get other folks involved. Um, today we have a special guest with us again. We have Leah with us, um, and I let her introduce herself and talk about herself. Hey, everybody! Hi again. I was on the other podcast where we were talking about ghosting being an act of violence. Um, again, my name is Leah Lopez. I'm a project coordinator here with Promise Neighborhoods of the Lehigh Valley. I also now have my own podcast, and it's called Living Life with Leah. It's doing really well so far. So thank you to everybody who's been listening. And I'm ready to get this conversation started. Yeah, 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 yeah. Make sure you guys uh, uh, follow her her podcast as well. Um, so we share the love, show the love. Also, tomorrow we have the Spooks Fest, but we're going to dive right into this conversation. Like, what is your first, what's your first take on some of the stuff Kanye was saying? Oh, my gosh. Honestly, he irritated me with the George Floyd comments. So I've seen a snippet of what he had said. And usually I'm not one to go off of, but what he said was what he said. And he right. mentioned that. Derek Chauvin's knee was actually not on his neck. That was enough for me to just honestly be really upset. And I had to leave the conversation. I didn't want to listen anymore to what he had to say. And I remember posting about it. And I mentioned that it was triggering for me because I watched the entire trial. Mm -hmm. And he used a documentary, documentary as reference. And if anyone knows, documentaries don't cover everything. And sometimes they have their own agenda mm -hmm. to be a bit one-sided. So the trial lasted, I want to say, maybe two weeks, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong on that. It was a very long time, though. And I remember being off from work at the time to watch every single hour. Mm -hmm. So when he said that, with all of the overwhelming evidence that already proved Derek Chauvin did, in fact, have his knee on George Floyd's neck, right? I lost all respect for him. I didn't even know he said that. So mm -hmm. I heard, I seen stuff with the uh, White Lives Matter t-shirts, but I didn't know that he, I didn't know he said that. That's... That kind of changes my right before his comments about Jewish people. He said that, and it was like I want to say close to 30 minutes into the episode. Oh, so, so the drink champ one, yeah. Oh, see, I don't know. I must, yeah, oh, yeah, all of them are. All of them are. So that's why I like when I, I watch them and I listen to them, but I don't pay attention. Like, I'm doing like I'll be, I'll cook and I'll listen to it, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, I, there's no way I can sit there for three hours and watch. Yeah, people no, get drunk. Like I can't. Not. No, yeah. So. And then going on your rants and being up and down yeah. with your emotions, it's a lot for anybody to take in. Um, 
Yeah, so when I was watching it, starting out, everything was cool. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, what he's saying is making sense. All right, you know, Kanye tends to, he might say sometimes things that spark a little bit of a tough conversation. Yeah. But before the Kanye I used to know would definitely have a, an agenda about it and a yeah. good one. Yeah. But this one for me just doesn't sit right in my spirit. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't know he said that. I mean, a lot of things that I was paying attention to and listening to from it and from the different reels that we're seeing. Now, um, he said some things that were hurtful, right? Um, you know, I, I think I do think that the music industry, and I'm not in that space completely, right? I'm not in that space, but I th I do think that the music industry has an agenda um, that, that some artists are put out there to corrupt um, and create chaos in our communities. Um, so there's some points that he made in that conversation that like I do, I can see where he's coming from. He He's in it. So I can't, there's certain things I just have to take for face value, right? But I mean, those were some of the stuff he was saying is, is, is hurtful. But I mean, I think Kanye has always had an agenda. Now, mm -hmm. you know, I, I've been a, a huge Kanye West fan um, and not so much anymore in, this, in the past several years. But, you know, like the first albums to me were like monumental. It was like we guys so used to hearing like, lyrical music and like i guess it would be gangster rap but it wasn't like the locks weren't the locks and 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 uh dipset and and then 50 cent and then you know that those were like good music and it was gangster but it wasn't like this drill music we got right now yeah but when kanye came in and with the preppy and the polos and the the louis v and the college and like that the whole swag i kind of like identified with that right yeah. so um kanye has always been a uh, those first three albums for me were just life changing. Um, and I hope that, you know, we can get back to that space. But I mean, you know, what's his agenda, I guess now. Right. Yeah. And going off of that, it makes me think about how I feel when it comes to artists. And I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion, but I think artists need to just stay in that lane and not do other stuff per se and mm -hmm. be in these conversations because it messes with your music mm -hmm. and the impact that your music has so for example r kelly all that extra stuff you done did oh yeah messed it up. now no one's really listening to your music and it's terrible things that he did mm -hmm. and personally for me when i listen to artists i don't want to know you like mm -hmm. i'm being honest i don't care about your favorite color i don't care i just want to hear your music and go about my about my day because once i start hearing that you've been out here doing some funky things chris brown beating on rihanna i know that's the thing of the past but it's true mm -hmm. once i hear about something like that it skews the way i think about you anymore and mm -hmm. then I don't, I don't listen to your music in the same way yeah yeah, sense, but. for sure. I don't listen to R. Kelly's music at all anymore. Like, yeah. It sucks because he has such, like, he has some classic music. It's just like, I, I can't, I can't even, when, when I do come across them or hear them, I guess, in passing, I guess, it's just like, man, this is a great song, but, like, you did a terrible thing. So it doesn't even bring that level of excitement that it did before. Exactly. Right? So I, I just can't, I can't listen to it. But are you at that place with Kanye? Um, I, I, yeah, I think so. Like the other day, a song came on that I really love, Everything uh -huh. We Need, with um, oh man, I forget who it was, but it was, We Have Everything We Need. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I'm yeah. like, I used to love that song, and now when it came on, I skipped. <laughs> I skipped it. You skipped it? I was like, I can't oh, do man. it. I can't do it anymore. Am I at that place? So Kanye, Kanye has some said some wild stuff, right? Like he did some wild things, right? I, I am I at that place? Why I don't so so for me I I'm, I'm like vinyl records right so I I do have some of his old stuff 
um, like the first three albums, you know, college dropout, late registration, uh, graduating. I, I have uh, the Dark Twisted Fantasy on vinyl, but like, oh, yeah, you really are Kanye. I'm, a, I'm a Kanye <laughs> fan. I'm telling you, like, but it was like, it just got to a point where like, bro, like, especially around this Trump stuff that he was saying and, you know, you what he say, and he worked like we're going back to words, uh, words are powerful and to watch your mouth and watch what you say. But like he made comments like slavery is a choice. Like how you, how was, I mean, he says crazy stuff. And I didn't even know about the stuff he said about the George Floyd cop, but like the white lives matter. And then like him doing it with Candace uh, Owens, I think it is. Um, it was just like, man, like you just digging yourself into a deeper ditch. Mm-hmm. And, but on the flip side of that, right. I will also say that we say kind of, it always has an agenda. So he, I don't know. I think a part of the things he was doing with Trump was to get justice reform and to try to get Larry Hoover out of jail. Okay. Right. So Larry Hoover, you know, Larry Hoover, like the, it. yeah, like the, 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 the GD, uh, the, he, I guess he created G, the GDs in Chicago. Um, and it had, it was, a, it was crime, but it was more organized crime. It wasn't just crazy chaos like it is in Chicago now. Um, so they were trying to get him out. Um, and yeah, so I think he had an agenda with that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think I'm at that point yet. I just, I cannot, I could tell you what, he had. A, he has an album with the Sunday Choir, Sunday Service Choir. Did you hear that yeah. album? Yeah. The album's fire. Chick-fil-A is closed on Sunday or something like that? No, 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 no. He has one with like, he has an album with just like, it's like a gospel choir. Oh. Yeah. So you know, you remember during the pandemic, Kanye was doing like those, those, those Sunday services, like in random places. Yeah. So he, that with that choir, he made an album. Oh. The, that album is fire. You know what? And that's another it's thing. It's fire. That's another thing, though. He has such a big role as a Christian and a, you know, a servant of God and mm-hmm. Christ. And the, the stuff you're saying and the way you're moving, it's not the way God would move mm-hmm. and not the way Jesus would move mm-hmm. because they move in love. Mm-hmm. And you're moving and yelling and screaming and talking down about people and all that that's not the godly way. As much as people want to act like it is, it's really not. Open mm-hmm. your Bible. It's there. Yeah. I'm not going to give you your verses. Go look for it yourself. It's there. Yeah. So that bothers me because you're having what J. Cole said, false prophets. Yeah. And that song has been um, going viral again because of his lyrics about yeah. Kanye. Do you mm-hmm. remember that part? Oh, yeah, yeah. That, album, yeah. that song was fire, too. And so it just, it really makes me sit back and think, and I'm like, okay, you claim that Jesus is telling you to do these things, whatever the case may be. But then I really have to sit back and wonder, would he have you talk this way and hurt this many people mm-hmm. with the words that you're saying, if it was really of God? It was, it's almost like he's like a super villain. Like, he, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like he has, like he's doing, like he has the right motives. He's just doing the wrong stuff to get there. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. He's like Killmonger. Kanye's Killmonger. Hashtag that. Tell her why you mad, son. <laughs> 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 oh, Doctor Batch. I'm gonna show. I'm gonna show that one to the world too. Um, but oh, yeah, no, he said <laughs> we got this church song. Yeah, so I mean, we ain't gun violence. So I think that you know, we we we, we this, this is still the topic of like watch your mouth. Words have power. Um, what you say hurt people. And Kanye continuously, time and time again, has said things that have specifically hurt the black community. Um, and now he's saying things have hurt the Jewish community. Um, and, and I think there are sp- people in business. Like, I think there's pockets of every nationality, every group that just, uh, that are evil, that all that do have. But to, to classify it and say, 
but that's but to classify it and say that all Jews or all Jewish people or all people of Jewish faith um, uh, are evil or have this motive to take out the black community, I just think is I think that's wrong, and that's where that's where our words have power. We, yeah. yeah. And there's a way to help us better understand that. Like, it, let's say that was true. I'm not saying it is. There's a way to go about uh, to go about it to help people understand. And I was talking to a couple of, you know, my coworkers here, and I was saying at the end of the day, even besides the George Floyd comment, I don't agree with sending your message across with hate and being, you know, like if what you have to say is going to hurt so many people, mm-hmm. maybe just don't say it, mm-hmm. or wait until you find another way to say it where it could hurt, you know, the least amount of people as possible. Because you're moving like too fast. You're talking too fast. You're not thinking before you speak. Mm-hmm. And then you're saying these hurtful things. And now you have this whole community who's been supporting you, buying your shoes, mm-hmm. buying your clothing, looking at you like, dang, you just going to let us yeah. come on. Black Lives Matter was a movement. And yes, the person may have been spending money on this, that, and a third. What, who were they saying? The owner or whatever? Mm-hmm. The founder? Mm-hmm. Spending money on cars and mansions. But there were people in that movement actually trying to make a change, actually fighting towards something better for our people. And you discredit that entire community. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then you're talking about, oh, well, my wife is white. Yeah. <laughs> Kim Kardashian. So white lives do matter. Again, nobody says they don't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, so, I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I think I, I, I don't think he just says things randomly. I, that, <laughs> I don't. I think that he's strategic in what he says. And at the same time, he doesn't care who he hurts. He has he has to get what he wants. And he has to get what, you, what we need. Oh, uh, all falls down. <laughs> See, Doc, what you sing the song, oh all falls gosh. down. <laughs> I'll be right back. But what are, you, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I mean, I get what you're saying. I do think what he says is strategic. But again, that none of that matters to me when you hurt people. And honestly, if it's strategic, then that involves a little bit of manipulation. And I don't really like manipulators. I like people that are straightforward and they keep it real. But with um, being mindful about how that can come across to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, yeah, Doc's, uh, Dr. Bass said that, you know, he doesn't care who he, he, he doesn't care he hurts people. Yeah, I mean, he, he has, everybody has his agenda, their agenda, and I think he, doesn't care. He doesn't care who he hurts in the in, in the processes that he takes um, and getting what he wants. Um, you know, I, words have power. You need folks need to watch their mouth. What what else is there? Anything else that's happened recently in your life or in this space where people are like? I think watching it like yeah. What yeah? I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to dig too deep, but like people's. It's not just sometimes what people say is how they say it. Exactly. Yeah. I was talking about that on my podcast. I was like, you know, it's the tone and then the way that you say things. For example, I always like to use relationships as an example because that's usually what we're doing in our everyday life. We have relationships with people and interaction. If you're with your significant other and you're upset with them because they didn't take out the trash yet, whatever the case may be, going home and yelling and screaming right away and saying, why you didn't take out the trash? You never do anything right. Mm -hmm. You're already attacking somebody. Already puts them in this mode. They're Mm -hmm. not going to respond to you the way that you even want or do what you want them to do Mm -hmm. because you're attacking them. Mm -hmm. So use I statements. I feel or feel like, you know, guarded when you're not helping around the house. I work all day 
all of that. If that person still wants to disrespect you and not care about your feelings, maybe you need to reevaluate your situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think uh, there's a way of communicating um, where both party, where, you know, you don't, you, you're not forcing that other person into a corner where you're not forcing that other person. So it's like, and I might never be practicing it right, but it's, it's I statement. So I feel as I feel, and it may, it makes you feel kind of like, like you're in elementary school, but it's like, but it's because it's simple. It's like, I feel sad because you didn't take out the trash yesterday. You know what I mean? But it sounds so, but, but, but like, but in those moments, me, you know, when I, when I have those conversations with people, I'm like, okay, well, I know how they feel. I was in the wrong because I didn't take out the trash. Right. But it didn't put me in, in a defensive space where now I have to rebuttal what you're saying or, or, you're not done expressing yourself and I'm already thinking of a response. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's, but it's also tone that to me, to me, tone in the words that you choose in those conversations are, are more important at times. No, they are, they're more important, right? So you could have, you could be, a, but it's how do you express that? And how do I feel, I guess, For sure. after that? For sure. Because, yeah. Excuse me. That also even goes back. <clears throat> excuse me, to violence, because mm -hmm. um, in our lunch and learns, we talked about the ACEs, adverse childhood experiences. A lot of our trauma can come from abuse, emotional abuse, verbal abuse. The way you're speaking to people and talking down on them can really affect their mental and the growth of their brain and mm -hmm. how they become adults and who the type, like what type of adult they'll be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, words have power. So I'm like, if I, I put a post up yesterday saying that like I wouldn't take criticism from folks that I don't take feedback from, mm. right? Because I saw I used to be that person that would that somebody would say something and I would take it to heart, right? Like cracking like I, I've even I guess like in my you know you go through high school and you go through your 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 teenage or your young adult years and you get made fun of and went on so on and so forth. But a lot of times it'd be your cousins just cracking jokes. Yeah. You'd be like, damn. But sometimes it'd be like, damn. You know what I mean? But so. You know, I think it works power. And then you what and then what happens is that you kind of become what people say, right? Mm -hmm. Or do you think it's the other way around? Are people saying what you are? It could be both. Yeah. Or either or. But I do think more often than not, you're becoming what people say. Mm -hmm. If all you hear are the negative things, that's who you are. Like growing up, I've always heard you're bossy, you're this. Why mm -hmm. weren't you telling I'm a leader? Mm -hmm. Why weren't you telling me that I could actually you know, do a lot of things in my life. I mean, eventually they did. But when I kept hearing bossy, I kept hearing fat. I kept hearing all of those negative terms. I believed it at some point, And then mm -hmm. I became that. And you became that, right? Mm -hmm. But that even goes back to like, it, what, what type of energy did they have behind that, I guess, right? So even the, 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 the we talked about just now, like the words that they chose, right? Um, they can be like, oh, you're assertive or, or, you, or you're a leader, or you know what you want, like, are you not accepting the bullshit? Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's there's different ways that we, that think that could have been communicated. And that, a lot of times that happens in, with, to our students in school or to our kids, like they say they're bad. Like to me, that's like, don't don't say the kid is bad. You know what I mean? Cause then, cause the, the kid takes that in and they 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 walk in that identity. They become bad, but they did, they did something bad. Yeah, they stole something, they lied, they knocked over a vase, but when we label them as bad, they, they take that on, right? They say what they say. They said that seven, it takes seven negative, seven positive words to get rid of one negative word, oh, wow. like how that, how, how deeply those affect you. Um, and that was just like a mind shift for me on 
but having conversations with people, but specifically having conversations with my kids. Cause I'm not like, oh, you did this. I'm not trying to put them down, but I'm trying to bring it to their knowledge. Change the way I've done that. So, so I'm trying to give an example. Nehemiah plays football. Nehemiah, run on your toes. You didn't run that route right. That's a negative thing, right? But so instead of me doing that, I'm like, well, Nehemiah, how about you try doing it this way? Or, or, or when I do, like, Nehemiah, you didn't run that route right. All right, but you did run on your toes. You know, the right? You did shift your body. You were pumping your arms. You did have your head up. You know what I mean? So I try to like balance it out every time I have that. Yeah. And that like helps build their character and their, their confidence. Yeah. I'm still stuck on the seven positives and one negative. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Too. Yeah. So imagine, imagine how many times somebody told you, well, like even the struggle you've gone through, right? Like how hard was it to go from accepting those negative things that you've been told all your life to like, no, I'm not that. Like, what was that oh transition gosh. for you? That was recent. I want to say around the age of I'm 26 now. So between the end of 24 mm-hmm. is when I finally stepped into leadership roles. I became, um, like, I joined the student government board, excuse me, became dean's liaison at my college, Christine University. And, again, that took a while. What, what, what ignited that? Like, what started that spark? Um, I think me leaving my ex-fiance and then also kind of just becoming so sure and stable in Christ that no one else could have like affect me. Mm-hmm. I knew what God wanted for me at that point. I mm-hmm. no longer questioned that God called me to be a leader. And I was like, okay, it's not really about what any of y'all say anymore. It's about the job that I need to do that God called me to do. Mm-hmm. That's what's most important to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's major. Well, what words would you give to somebody that know, that has like a seed planted in them or something in them that they know that they're more or that they're greater, but the world is telling them otherwise. If you believe in God, like I said, mm-hmm. come closer to him. Once you know who you are in Christ, no one else can tell you anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's going to be those days, of course, that you might feel down and you might question because you're human and God is not a person right in front of you that can just, you know, reinforce the good things in you. But you have to also set boundaries and know to remove those people that are telling you otherwise. Mm. Once I knew that I was called to be a leader and this is what I'm called to do, anyone in my circle that wants to give me um, negative hater criticism in a way, like not that healthy criticism where it's like, hey, you could have, maybe next time you can do Mm -hmm. this, but you can tell it's filled with hate and you can tell they just don't want to see you succeed, you're gone. Mm -hmm. Like I don't have nothing to do with you. Mm -hmm. Once I started weeding out those people in my circle, I've been doing better and I'm more sure of everything I'm doing in my life. Mm. So get okay. So having the faith, right? Your faith base, um, and then also getting rid of those folks that were, you know, that gave you that negative energy mm-hmm. or that said that criticized you. I think that's that's important. Um, that's important. It's, but sometimes it's hard, right? Getting rid of those folks that um, have said negative things. That's, and it might be your friends. You might be your family. But it, and it, but it, and I, I don't think folks that love you or at least say that they love you do it intentionally i just don't think they know how to properly love right that's a good point yeah and that's where communication comes into play like i mentioned earlier you can communicate with someone and say i don't like the way you just spoke to me all of those things and if someone still disregards that Mm -hmm. and you're coming at them respectfully about it that's when you're going to know for sure your time is up in my life Mm -hmm. like your presence here is no longer serving me you gotta get 
what's what is that what is that threshold for you like what is that line being crossed that like all right yeah you got to go when you ignore my feelings when you ignore you're not validating my feelings you're not even reflecting and holding yourself accountable mm-hmm. like everything you're gaslighting me making me think that i'm just delusional mm-hmm. like come on you're clearly yelling at me calling me on my name or whatever the case may be i'm telling you that's hurting me i don't like what you're saying what you're doing it's not giving me hope for a better future and then you're just still gonna do it mm-hmm. no you crossed the line you mm-hmm. gotta go you gotta go okay yeah i mean yeah i agree with that 100 percent. there's like there's some things for me that are like that I just have boundaries. I just like, yeah, that we, we this this relationship can't continue. For me, one of the biggest things is like, if I have dreams and aspirations, and sometimes uh, people know me, sometimes my ideas just be wild, just be wild as hell. They be wild. <laughs> but they would, so, they, but, but it's all in the, what, how they say it. So, like, yeah, they like, yo, Ronnie, that's wild. Like, how would that even work? But, but it's just like shooting down common sense dreams. Like, yeah, sometimes our stuff is big and it's bold. But ask how can I achieve that? How am I going to get that? Mm-hmm. Rather than just shooting it down completely. If I bring to you a plan, and I and I and I say this is how we're going to get here, or this is how this is going to happen, and this is what it's going to be, and you just shoot it down without any real. If you shoot down an idea and don't have any context or reason behind it, you're just shooting it down, and your 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 reasons are don't make sense. And I that's that you 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 think too small. You're a hater. You're a, well, you're a hater. You're yeah. Really a hater. Yeah, you're a hater. You're a hater. Um, what's up? What's up? What's up, bro? What up? What up? What up? Um, what up, Ben? How you hope you're feeling better, bro? I know uh I knew you're out of the weather, but take care of yourself, man. I appreciate you. Yeah, we are PNLV, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, so I mean for that, that's the biggest thing for me. I can't have like there's a space for Pes- I guess to me, there's really no special pessimism. Pessimism. So I beg to differ. Okay, here we go. There might be a space for them. Why? Because it helps build resilience and strength against adversity. So like you need to be able to be around the naysayers so that we build the strength to keep going. If you always have yes men in your corner, what's really going to put you to like dream bigger? I don't mm-hmm. know if that makes sense. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. But I kind of like it sometimes. <laughs> So I don't know. So for pessimism, I like I prefer a realist than I do a pessimist. Somebody that's a pessimist. Like I like somebody that's real. Like okay, Ryan, I'm a I'm a opportunity. I, I wouldn't say I'm opportunist, but I am super optimistic. Like out of this world optimistic. Sometimes I'm I know I'm way too optimistic, and I'm like and I'm extremist too. So it's like oh, I have this idea. I'm gonna drop everything that I'm doing right now, and I'm gonna go do this, and I'm gonna with go the uh, yeah with the yeah exactly, and I'm gonna go 150 miles an hour. And get this done. And sometimes I need people that that you know people that love me and that they do like yo Ronnie slow down, bro. Like you you bugging right now. That's what I'm saying. My ideas be wild, and people that love me like yo like how how sway. But <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I mean it's like me with the car. I'm like yo, I want this car, but you know people that you know love me and care like. Your wife gonna be pissed. So yeah, so yeah, I mean, I mean, but yeah, I guess there, you need you need. All right, so I would say this then. So to 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 kind of pick to to bring both of our thoughts, like you need the pessimists in your life, 
but I got to keep, for me personally, I got to keep them at a distance. You can't be in my immediate circle that I'm, that I'm experiencing you every day. And that's, that's, that's for me. I, I can understand that. Yeah. I think, well, let me ask you this. When you think of pessimists, are you thinking of a cynical person? Are you putting them to as the same? Explain that. Explain cynical. So cynical is like always negative. They're going to always see what's wrong with the world. See, that's what I thought. Yeah, that's, right. that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking a pessimist. Google. That's, that, that's that's what I'm thinking like a pessimist is. It's just like, there's no, you can't see any right. You can't see a way out. You can't come up with a solution. Like those type of people, oh my God, those people grind my gears. I dislike strongly what a person that has problems, brings problems, doesn't want to come up with a solution and doesn't want to hear anybody else's solution. <laughs> Like you just want to sit, excuse me, but you just want to sit in your shit and not like, like come on now. But yeah, I can't be around those people. Yo, those people, you're not dog. my friend. Yeah, I, those, <laughs> that, those are not even the people that I'm talking about. Like I cut off because you were, didn't even have an opportunity exactly. to be in my life. Like, <laughs> you know Once what I'm saying? Yeah, you gotta go. So, cynicism is about negativity. However, pessimism is about despair. It's the feeling that life is pointless in the face of death. But cynicism is instead much more about disdain and despair that's actually very difficult to understand yeah so um, it's, it was so so let's dumb it down a little bit <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying to see like is that the next step then to pass yes pessimism? cynicism is definitely past pessimism okay go ahead keep going so this one says pessimism is the belief that there are more bad things in life than there is good while cynicism is the belief that people should not be trusted Ooh. Not cool. that <laughs> <laughs> People should not be trusted. But that comes from trauma, though, right? I believe so. Damn. So, so we started the conversation off like, watch your mouth, be careful what you say. We're going to different tangents right now. Mm -hmm. But, so, but it all, it's all connected. It's all it's connected. So, like, is say the word again? Cynicism. Cynicism. Is it the same with testimony? Well, no, it's like, so now I'm, I'm rethinking some things. It's like, are, what, am I, have I been conditioned to be an optimist? Mm. Have I been conditioned or have other people been conditioned to be realist or a pessimist or, say that word again? Cynicism. Or, a, yeah, cynical. Cynical, there we go. Are, have we been conditioned to be cynical? You know what? Probably, because we all grow up in different environments. Mm -hmm. If I grew up, and this is going to be extreme, but just think about it. If from... Let's say I had my birth parents age six, but in the household I was being abused. They were strung out on drugs, and then I was sexually assaulted. You know, sorry, trigger warning. Next thing you know, I get put in the system. I become a foster kid. Nobody wants me. But then when I do finally get adopted, I'm going through even more abuse and possible sexual assault. Why would I even be optimistic about life? Mm. What what to be happy for? When from the day I was born, it seemed like I was just bound. Excuse my shit. Mm. Yeah. So maybe you are conditioned based on your environment. Because if somebody grew up to be able to experience a lot of quote unquote things or successes and they had, you know, people to support them and all of that, then of course I'm going to be optimistic because I yeah. had those people to support me in my dreams. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I mean, I'm just I'm thinking back on my past life experiences and like other folks that are realists, I would say. Um, 
and like the differences there. And yeah, I've been, I've been blessed to see, uh, to see a lot of great, like I've seen things starting from, I've seen businesses and organizations start with, from the bottom with, with nothing and then climb the ranks and continue and then fall and then continue and then fall and then continue and just keep grinding their way out and to see where they have blossomed to right now and to, to know where they're, that they can keep going. That definitely changed. That definitely like to help frame my, my views on, on the world for sure, without a doubt. And then on the flip side of that, like if you don't see that or you see the opposite of that, like, yeah, that's, that's, that's going to mess you up. And to play devil's advocate, I also think maybe are we like born, not even just conditioned, but born to be the optimist or whatever, because you ever heard the, the story where they say there were two kids that grew up with an alcoholic father mm -hmm. and then they were asked, why didn't you become an alcoholic? Mm -hmm. One of them said, because I watched him. And the other one said, because I watched him. Mm -hmm. So it was like, what mm. was the difference between you two that one of you decided say i'm not going to be an alcoholic i'm mm -hmm. not going to do what my dad did mm -hmm. and then you decided to go down the same route mm -hmm. yeah I, yeah i mean you threw another wrench in there <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what i'm here for I'm here for the people. <laughs> <laughs> um you, damn i don't know and that's i don't know now we gotta you know that's a whole nother session now no it really is sorry like are we uh, yeah are we conditioned to yeah, that's that's a good question. That's a good question. Um, we got a couple of people. I know Dr. Batson. Um, I, I'm not gonna put his name out there, but he clearly doesn't want people to know who he is. Typical Giants fan. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, what do y'all think? What do y'all think? Are we conditioned to be optimistic, pessimistic, realist, or what's the other word again? Oh, cynical. Cynical. Or, or 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 is that the way we're born? Um, I can think it's now you're saying it, I think it's either or. Yeah. On a positive note, though, I I do believe we can change. Mm, oh yeah, without a doubt. Because I definitely used to be a cynical person for sure. Mm. Everything was negative. I'm like, that's impossible. That's impossible. I hate life. But that also again depends on my environment. And at the time, I wasn't where I wanted to be in life. I wasn't who I wanted to be with. All of those things were affecting my mindset. Mm. Uh, yeah, so our special guest said either or. <laughs> either or. Yeah, yeah. Um, Pika? Pika, like Pikachu or? <laughs> I'm just playing. He, I, he, I, I'm going to go at it when next, when next time I see him. <laughs> that's, that's, my, that's my brother, though. I, I, that's my brother, though. Um, but yeah, I, 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 yeah. Say that again. What? No, with the I, I got distracted by Pikachu. Oh, I here. was just saying that, like you can change, you know. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, but you had to change your environment, right? Yeah. 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 That goes back to the boundaries that I was talking about. Mm -hmm. So, the, so, so, so you said you said that uh, your faith, you know, God, right? And then you said changing your 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 surroundings. Um, changed your mind right yes i think i think that's that's where it comes from right like what like is there have there since you've had that experience how was your how has your the way that you've communicated with others been affected like how have your words been towards others i love that you brought that up because i was just thinking it since i have changed and become more of an optimistic person 
my conversations are more loving. Mm-hmm. They're more kind. They're more encouraging. And it, again, it's so funny because I was just saying this on my episode today that like once you're a healed person or even though like further in your healing journey and you have that self-love, mm-hmm. you're going to want to love on others. Like mm-hmm. there's no reason not to because you don't hate yourself. Mm-hmm. And you know what it feels like to love yourself. It feels good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we learned that at this. I mean, this is, it's been a saying that's been thrown around a lot, but we really dug into it this past Thursday at, at PNRB's Lunch and Learn, which is every Thursday at 12 at our wellness center on 13th and Gordon. Um, but we said hurt people hurt people, mm-hmm. right? And healed people want to heal other people. Mm-hmm. I want to help people, right? Um, so it comes down to where you at in your journey. Where are you at in your journey? I mean, for me, it definitely, I, I think I have, I don't think I've ever been the person to really bash people. Um I've never been that person. I've never been the person to bully and to bash people, but definitely getting into a space where I've loved myself more, it made it, it, made it a lot easier mm-hmm. on other people. Mm-hmm. Right. But in that there is, there still, there still is boundaries. So, so my thing was like, I never bash people, but I, I definitely kept my distance a lot more than I should have. Mm-hmm. Right. So I didn't let people in, you know what I mean? Like, I can relate to that. you know what I mean? Um, I mean, we're still talking about the fact that our words have power and, you know, how, how, how that's, um, I said, except Giants fans. See, I told you he had, he, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. Pika, Pika. If you see, if you see, uh, if you see Pikachu out there with a Giants hat on, just know that this is the guy we're talking about right now. He had a, he probably has a Pokeball for, as a bag for the kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's my guy, though. That's my guy. Um, because words have power. I'm just messing with you, bro. My, that's my guy. We cracking jokes, but words have power. So don't don't cry when the Giants lose this weekend. <laughs> this is what they do all the time. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, yeah, words. Those words have power. We really need to be careful and watch what we say. Um, I know I've lost opportunities because of the words that I've said uh, and really misusing that, the power that I have to, of the tongue and misusing that. And like, even in a space that like you men, if you really got to be careful, uh, cause you manifest, you manifest things, which is with, with your words. Yeah. Yeah. What is, I don't know the exact verse, but it's like through the mouth comes life and life and, and death. death. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I, so is it life and death is on the tongue or something like that? Depending on what version it is. Probably yeah. Proverbs. You know Proverbs got yeah, all the teeth. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> it does. It does. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's be careful what you say. Be careful what you say to others. Be careful what you say to yourself. Mm, those yeah. words are the, to me, those are even the most potent because those are the ones you just repeat yep. daily, right? Like, what is your af? Do you have do you what do you, you have those negative thoughts right that you say to yourself? Like, what is something that you? What do you do? What do you say? Is there something like an exercise that you use? Yeah, I actually did it this morning in the mirror. Um, I was like kind of picking myself up because of where I live, and I'm like, I've been in this house for five years, and it's not the best area, and like with the way that I carry myself, people expect me to be in something nicer. So that starts to bother me because I'm like. They expect me to be in something nicer, and that's what I know I deserve. Why am I still here? 
So I started to kind of beat myself up and put myself down. But then I looked in the mirror and I just stared at myself and I was like, you are blessed. You have a roof over your head. Mm-hmm. You're, you're amazing. Like you have the ability to grow. This is the now. There's a reason why you're here. Remember that God will always bring you through. Like I was just trying to remind myself that there's a purpose in everything. Mm-hmm. And even though I do want to be in a better place, eventually a better home, more modern, all of those things, there's a reason I'm still in the position I am today. And maybe that's still to reach certain people around my community, whatever the case may be. But no matter what, if I don't know right now, I'm going to know eventually. Mm -hmm. And in this moment, I just need to um, speak life into myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah. I mean, for me, it's just every set for every seven, seven negatives, you know, for every for one negative, you're gonna need seven positives. Um, so there's that for a rule of thumb, you have a negative thought, say something positive about yourself seven times. And it may seem like corny in that space, but once you like once that really sinks into your subconscious, um, you'll feel the difference, you'll know the difference. For me, it's like uh my affirmations. Um one of my to me, one of the strongest ones that I say is I am enough, mm-hmm. right? Um, and another strong one that I say is that I can, I will end a story. Like to me, the, like, yeah, like there's nothing, I don't, I really, I'm, I don't think there's anything I can, there's nothing I can do. And I, I, and when the, when the negative thoughts do come in, it's I can't, I'm more than enough. Why, why can't I do that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For me, I, I do come from the Christian faith. Um, and you know, for me, it's like, I'm made in the image of God. Like that's, they ain't nothing. To, ain't nothing greater than that but you know everybody everybody has their own faith base um and you know then I, I from what from my knowledge of faith um every faith um community has their um uplift of ways that they uplift themselves and you know and and just loving a way that they love on themselves and i don't think that any form of god um wants you to have those negative thoughts so be careful with yourself too for yeah, sure definitely. For sure. And I guess what I wanted to say earlier, going back to work and power and Kanye, was just that we all have opportunity to recorrect or redirect our conversation. So we're all going to have those moments where we say hurtful things. It's not just Kanye. And I don't want to sit here and bash him or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Because we have those moments. It's just that his is on a platform platform. where millions of people are listening, Mm -hmm. which is crazy. Um, I can only imagine how he even feels. And now he lost what two billion dollars? I heard. Billion, I yeah. He lost a lot. He's not. I think I read somewhere. Or I seen somewhere that he's not even classified as a billionaire anymore. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I just read that. And so, I just hope, and I think he already has that he uses this as an opportunity to again redirect what he said and correct it, and um, what's it reconcile mm-hmm. with the ones that he's he's hurt. And that goes for us too. When you say something that's hurtful to someone and they either told you about it or you can sense that they're hurt by it, definitely take the opportunity to reconcile with them and apologize and take accountability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think that's a great way to end it. You brought it full circle. That's pretty, that's pretty dope. Because <laughs> I didn't have to do it because I was thinking of how the heck I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so once again, yo, this is Promise Neighborhoods at the Lehigh Valley. Make sure you guys pull up. We're going to be at 1101 uh, West Hamilton Street. We have our Spooks Fest for the kids, for the community. 
We're having that from five to eight. So make sure you pull up. We have, you know, you see some of the stuff in the background, there's some of the settings that we have for tomorrow. Um, and we have the whole office decked out. So it's a great opportunity to get the kids out. Um, I know they're gonna be trick-or-treating tonight. Please be safe, be careful crossing streets. Um, and if you're driving, please be mindful that there's kids walking the streets with costumes on, many of them, you might not be able to see them. So please drive well below the speed limit when you're out and about tonight. So this is Promise Neighborhoods of the Lehigh Valley. Uh, the Promise Lab on every major streaming for platform now. Check us out, like, follow, and we appreciate y'all. Any last closing words? I just want to say thank you for tuning in and listening. Thank you, Rodney, for this opportunity to speak with you again and have this conversation. And also, please check the candy because Rainbow Fentanyl yes. is out in these streets, mm. and it looks like Smarties, and already two kids have like on that, so be careful. Be yeah, careful. absolutely. Um, yeah. I thank you guys for being with us. Promise neighborhoods we have. Oh yeah, make sure you follow her. What's the name of your podcast again? Oh, it's Living Life with Leia. So that's Living with like the apostrophe because you know I didn't add the G. And then with W Leia L A Y A. You'll find me. I have like a flower, flowery, girly background. All right. Well, make sure you follow. I appreciate y'all. Y'all have a great, safe night. Happy Halloween. Bye, everybody. Peace, peace, peace.